Each year, millions of tons of clothes are produced, worn, and thrown away. To solve the problem, we must reinvent fashion itself. Welcome to the Circular Economy Show podcast. I'm Jess. In our new fashion series, we're meeting three companies working towards a circular economy for fashion. That means creating better products and services for customers, as well as contributing to a resilient and thriving fashion industry and regenerating the environment. In this episode, we're heading to Mexico City to meet Troqueur, which takes its name from the French verb troquer, which means to swap or to exchange. The startup is Latin America's leading resale marketplace for quality fashion items. We'll hear from Troqueur's co-founders about the challenges of changing people's mindsets around secondhand clothing and accessories in the region, and how they differ from a regular e-commerce platform. But first, Troqueur's co-founder and chief growth officer, Lucia, takes us back to where it all started. Well, imagine, 2013. I remember people saying, what are you talking about? Telling Itzi and I, you're crazy. This is not going to work. So you're, you're planning on selling clothes online when everybody's just uh, selling, uh, is buying um, tickets to plane tickets and cinema tickets or movie tickets, theater tickets. And we were saying, no, we want to sell clothing. Okay. And then, well, and actually it's used. So they were like, no, 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 this is, this is not going to work. While in Europe, we were seeing the rise of ultra-fast fashion, in Mexico, buying clothes online was still an untapped market. This was an opportunity for Troqueur, as its CEO and co-founder, Itzia, says. We've been building Troqueur ever since, really trying to create a new and innovative experience for selling and, and buy, buying clothing digitally. Our mission is we, we want to re revolutionize the way we consume fashion. I mean, that's always what we, we want to do. Uh, we want to change uh, Latin America, first Mexico, into consuming uh, uh, secondhand or pre-loved uh, garments. Uh, more every time. We want to make buyers sellers and sellers buyers and just change the way that you consume fashion. By aiming to change mindsets in Mexico, Troqueur hopes to revolutionize the fashion industry in Latin America. Itzi explains what they have achieved so far. So Troquer has been differential in, in the Latin American market, I would extend it all over LATAM, by understanding that we are a culture and market prone to using secondhand, right? Uh, we don't have, our, our purchasing power isn't the US or Europe or Asia, so we're really keen into finding those uh, items that are aspirational, that are attractive. And we understood that enabled to succeed, no, there was, there was no competition, but we knew that we had to be differential from what it existed, you know, for, say eBay or even Mercado Libre or other companies that, that already existed. We understood that we have to be differential and innovative. So how did Troqueur distinguish themselves from those other businesses? Itzia says it was putting circularity, particularly circulating products and materials at the front and center of the business that set them apart. 
So how are they actually implementing this? So we call it like a triple circularity because you have a seller that buys and then sells the item, right? So it's like a circular flywheel, in essence, for optimizing the seller's resources. If you see it as a buyer perspective, you buy something that's already in the market, that's existent, and then you put it again in the economy, um, or, or you buy it into the economy, you use it, and then you sell it again. So it's also circular. And if you see it as a item journey, you would see that the item comes into the economy, out of the economy, into the economy, out of the economy continuously. Um, and so you're really reusing items, making them changing patterns of consumption, making people buy more consciously, and then also sellers, instead of throwing away, they're monetizing their items. As with any startup, investments are needed from the get-go to get it off the ground. Itzia tells us how they got started. We bootstrapped in the beginning, um, we financed ourselves, and, and then we received grants. We won grants from the government because at that time there was an a institution, a government institution called INADEM, which, is, which was the Entrepreneur Institute, and, and they, they really detonated the market. So they invested directly in companies and they also directed through VCs. And that's where the VC sphere in Mexico detonated. Um, so we started Troquer, then we, we had this uh, help from grants from the INADEM. We, we found angel investors, we got them in. Um, and then maybe it must have been three, four years from, from that, we decided to invest not properly into marketing because the organic growth had already had already come. So all of the things that we could have done to grow with referees and recommendations, word of mouth, we did. We we actually started influencer marketing when when it didn't even existed. Market research also gave them the incentive to start the business, says Itzia. When we started. It, surveying our friends, everyone had the same need. So we started interviewing and then making um, these evaluations and, and searches around. And we said, well, it's the perfect product for the country. Um, and so we saw the size of the opportunity. We really not did the numbers to see what the size of the opportunity was. And if it was no, attractive enough, we would open the business. And then, well, it all kept on coming. So in the, in the surveys that we did, we had 90% acceptance of, of the product. So we said, this is a must. This is something that when you have like fries or companies, no, no, the consumer companies, they launch a product when you have a 70% acceptance, but we had a 90% acceptance. So it was like, yes, full on, and we'll see if it, it, it goes further or, or, or not. No? So it was, it's also a startup and you launch a product and maybe it doesn't work. Fast forward 10 years and Itzia and Lucia have successfully grown the business to become the highest generating revenue startup in Latin America. They hope to be an example for other brands to follow. 
It's a declaration where brands have to now be open to introduce maybe circularity into their own business models. So we've gone along on a long way of making people change, educating people, and now I think it's the starting, at, at, at least, at last, it's starting here in Mexico. So we do see that there's a lot of potential still in Mexico, in Mexico in general. And of course, we see that, and that we need to expand further on. By choosing to challenge the status quo of business, Traco has shown that you can succeed by doing things differently. Instead of simply selling to a customer in a linear model, Traco's business model keeps them coming back as sellers as well as buyers. They've also shown that just because an idea goes against current trends, it doesn't mean it won't work. So next time you hear somebody say, that won't work, consider it a challenge rather than a shutdown. Thank you for joining us in this episode of the Circular Economy Show podcast from the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. Join us next week as a designer gives us a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to build a circular fashion brand. Thanks for listening.